Welcome to a special episode of ComTrade Podcast. Today, we're very honored to have a prestigious guest coming from the Center of Scientific Research, which is the biggest uh, scientific research laboratory in particles physics, CERN. Welcome, Alberto. We're glad to have you here. It's a pleasure also for me to be here. So this is your first time coming to Serbia. So we were wondering about your motivations coming for, to Serbia and what is the key objective and what are your first impressions? You have uh, obviously impressive background. Uh, for 15 years, you have been um, involved in implementing storage in one of the biggest, actually the world's biggest uh, facility, a large Hadron Collider, which CERN is mostly known for. And now you're taking care of um, education part in CERN. So basically you are uh, involved in... Uh, IT education in CERN, you're head of it. So can you tell us more about your motivations and how this, this all connects to Serbia? Well, Serbia is a member state of CERN and is part of this uh, international collaboration. And clearly the motivation to come here with a school is to bring uh, scientists from uh, all over the world here in Serbia, but also to have local scientists from Serbia to attend this school so that we can integrate more and more Serbian scientists into the international uh, collaborations that exist in all the experiments that are working on the Large Hadron Collider and the future of uh, particle physics research. Yes, well, Serbia has been known for having like a large pool of scientists, so this will be like a really good chance for, for both sides. But uh, apart from that, you're going to have, you mentioned that it's going to be, you're going to have the school that ComTrade is going to host together with CERN, it's in uh, computing. So can you tell us more about that school and what can we expect there? Well, the collaboration between CERN and ComTrade uh, has been ongoing for really several years uh, with uh, Gregor Molan and the Slovenian uh, office. And uh, the achievements that uh, have been made in uh, storage to store uh, all the data from the LSC experiment uh, has been done also uh, in collaboration with uh, ComTrade. And so it's a long-lasting collaboration uh, where we have been exchanging a lot of information and clearly uh, this uh, involvement of uh, schools and education with Serbia is part of the continuation of our uh, good relations between uh, our organization and Serbian as a country. Yes, and we're very excited to have uh, have you welcomed in Information Technology School here in Belgrade. So we really look forward to that and then to connect science and technology and education. So to move along, can you tell us how important is education in science? Uh, well, education is the, is the base of any kind of uh, scientific studies. Uh, there are technical, uh, there is technical education, but also academic education, and both are absolutely necessary. Uh, the CERN School of Computing uh, is attended by physicists that needs to learn about computing and computer scientists that needs to learn about science and uh, the methods that, are, that science is using to do research. And uh, clearly these uh, multiple skills that are necessary uh, and to bridge two uh, domains is uh, the main aim of the school. And uh, today, a scientist that cannot use effectively a computer uh, cannot do a lot of research, and vice versa, a computer scientist that does not understand science can also not do the research. So both skills are necessary. 
Of course, absolutely. And now to approach us more uh, to approach the idea of CERN. So, of course, we already know, we heard about the biggest, not biggest, but most, most famous thing that came out of CERN is what we all use, World Wide Web. You know, I don't know how many people know this, but of course, uh, you can maybe approach us. How did World Wide Web come about at CERN? And uh, did they expect it? Did you expect it's going to be this huge of a effect? And what are possibly the next discoveries that you see could have the same effect? Well, the, the World Wide Web was really a spin-off from uh, some uh, applied research that was done at CERN in order to solve the problem of fundamental research. So the main uh, goal of CERN was really to do fundamental research in particle physics, but in order to do this fundamental research, CERN had to build accelerators, involved uh, uh, a large number of uh, scientific research institutes worldwide, and at that time, uh, in the early 90s, we had the internet that was the beginning, and so CERN developed the World Wide Web, which then which was initially used to exchange documents across uh, university and scientific uh, research organizations, and then turned out that clearly this had also many, many other possible use, and this is what is then used every day. And similarly, uh, the, the applied research that we do in computing, uh, for example, in uh, data storage, data management, uh, and clearly also data science, uh, are showing that they have the potential of really having a major impact on uh, the future of our society. Yeah, so basically you started the World Wide Web as an internal tool for CERN, and then it will add on, on like the whole global scale. Absolutely. So we can imagine what's going to happen if you focus on building something that's for global scale, because this was unintentionally. So what can happen if you do it intentionally? Um, so to, then to move along, to you mentioned data storage, because you have been involved, you have a huge background in this. What are some um, key focuses right now in this uh, area in CERN? Well, uh, clearly storage is uh, one of the fundamental uh, activity that uh, that the uh, IT department uh, needs to implement in order to empower the scientific research. Uh, clearly, scientific computing is uh, essential for the effectiveness of uh, scientific research, and uh, we really see that uh, we can expect in the coming years significant improvements in terms of data technologies, but also uh, CPU and processing technologies, as well as networking, which are the three pillars of uh, scientific computing. Uh, and in all these areas, we can expect uh, significant uh, changes. Um, and some of them may be uh, revolutionary. Yeah. We're glad to see that, expect to see that. When you mentioned the word revolutionary, everyone thinks about AI. So I think that's another interesting topic that we shared yesterday on a conversation when you mentioned how important AI is in education and how to actually use it right. So can you share a couple of remarks? How do you see AI today? Where does the future of AI belong to? Uh, I think that the future of AI will belong in uh, in highly educated people, in the sense that today, uh, as with every technology, you can be a user or you can be a person that 
master this technology. And today to master AI, uh, a very strong uh, academic education is uh, necessary uh, in terms of uh, mathematics, data modeling, statistics, uh, as well as uh, understanding what computer today can do. Uh, and uh, sometimes people underestimate what computers can do. And uh, today uh, we, we can expect that uh, organized computing can really achieve uh, um, significant changes. And this is what we are just getting a glimpse of uh, what this can do. Of course, as any new technology uh, that is appearing, uh, science can just make it available to humanity. And then, of course, uh, this will be for the good and for the bad. And that's why it's very important that this uh, knowledge is not uh, controlled. Uh, and the role of education is to ensure that uh, everybody is aware of what are the possibilities, the potential for uh, the best possible use that this technology can bring us. Yes, so when you say the computers can do a lot, what specifically do you mean? What are the key points? Like AI, of course, is going to change everything. We are aware of that. It's already happening. So what, what would be like the few key areas that you think it's going to apply, it's going to apply the biggest acceleration, accelerating power and change? Well, we, 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 we believe that uh, with uh, machine learning uh, technologies, we can significantly improve the effectiveness of uh, research uh, by do using really these uh, uh, new statistical uh, methods. And uh, we also expect that the, the, this clearly will identically be applied to many, many other fields of society. And clearly the challenge for education is that our teachers uh, understand uh, what is now available. And uh, if we remember, just to make a comparison with a few years ago when the Internet uh, started and uh, we had online encyclop encyclopedia, uh, the challenge for the professor was to, this, to give research topic to students and be able to detect that these students were not just copying and pasting uh, um, content from online encyclopedia. And uh, today, uh, I think that this, the teachers have to increase the challenge for the students and allow them to use uh, artificial intelligence and to be able to master this uh, technology rather than uh, be uh, just a passive users of this. Yes, because all, a lot of the times we see that teachers and at the school representatives are preventing students from using different AI tools. So you actually advise for them to support it so that we can advance the knowledge if in, in AI, if I understood you correctly. Yeah. The belief that I have yes. is that uh, the, the human person will always have an added value. But the added value is on top of human-generated AI. Uh, and uh, if the person, the, the person needs to be educated in order to not uh, stay behind the human-generated AI. Yes, and this translates also to work because at Comtrade we have a lot of partners. We usually discuss about this topic of AI and usually the, the question comes about uh, 
the roles that are going to start off I and mean, that they're, they're going to uh, begin to emerge from AI, the, the influence of AI. And then again, people usually have questions of uh, the jobs that are going to disappear. So what's your take on this? How is AI going to affect this corporate landscape? Uh, it is true that uh, uh, the some jobs uh, with uh, little added value will uh, be less uh, needed. And, but this has happened already many times in the past. Uh, every time that uh, machines uh, could do the manual work of uh, humans, uh, the machine have replaced uh, humans over time. And uh, it's part of the human evolution uh, in the sense that every time this has happened, uh, humans have started to do more work at higher level uh, and uh, this has significantly increased the productivity and the well-being of everyone in the society. The, uh, clearly the challenge is that in order to move up to the next step, clearly we need to educate more uh, our citizens. Absolutely, to educate and to invest in AI. This is, a, for example, as a company, we recognized this for you know a couple of years back already when we decided which direction to take, and then we decided to take the AI direction, which turned out to be really good. So we keep investing in that heavily, and of course, we always support education, which is uh, how this uh, collaboration came about, not just from business side that we already had for years, like you mentioned, but also from the education in the school that we are expecting uh, to happen in June, from 9 to 16 of June. Uh, it's going to happen at Comtrade Campus and ITS faculty and we're glad to welcome you and once again I would like to thank you for your time for this podcast and uh, to invite you when we do the, the school to do a couple of discussions more with our students possibly. So um, once again welcome to Serbia and we're very glad that we had you on the podcast. Thank you very much and we are all looking forward uh, to strengthen our collaboration. Thanks.